For BYU-Idaho Radio, I'm Chandler Guadagnin. I'm joined in the studio today by Luke Evans, who is running for mayor of Rexburg. Thanks for joining me, Luke. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So why are you running in the first place? Let's start with that. You know, that is the the, the big question. So the reason for me running, well, there's two reasons. One, kind of a backstory here, I was involved in a rear-end collision at my previous job. And because of that, it kind of made me think, you know, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get out of this, you know, 100% healthy and whatnot. And so I just kind of felt like I need to have a plan. And it wasn't my original goal by any means. Like I have no desire really to be a politician. However, I'm really good with business. I'm really good with numbers. And I feel like I have what it takes to do a really good job and to listen to feedback and to utilize my skill set to be able to bring some change about. And so because of that that collision, it just kind of opened me up for an opportunity to look for other ways to be able to serve. And so when this came about as an opportunity, I decided, hey, you know what, let's go for it. And so that's kind of one of the main reasons why I'm doing it. And, and of course, going back to the second reason, because I really feel like I can make a difference here in the community. What would you say that you have that other candidates don't that are running? You know, that's a good question. No, I don't want to speak for any of them. I'm sure that they're trying the best with what they know how to do, but I have a really good sense of numbers. So I, I come from a numbers background. I used to work in the banking uh, industry. Um, also in the mortgage industry, I've also got a background in real estate. And not only was I a licensed real estate agent, but I also flipped houses, which is fancy wording for fixing them up, make them, you know, making the homes nicer, and then selling them for a profit and helping somebody get into a house that perhaps uh, otherwise could not. And so I think that's really what sets me apart. I do have some experience here in the city. I have worked for the city in multiple capacities before, one as a consultant and one as a level one law enforcement reserve officer for the city. And that was about 20 plus years ago. But I just, I have, you know, I'm a Southeast Idaho boy. And so I've, I've been here a long time. This is where, you know, these are my roots. I originally grew up in Rigby, but I've lived here in the Rexburg area for about the past eight years now. And this is a place I call home. And I see a lot of opportunity for growth and I see a lot of opportunity for change and just different ways from my experience to be able to implement some of those things that I've learned uh, as well as, you know, getting in with the citizens and going, what do you need? What do you want to see here? What are your hopes or what are your dreams? What are your desires? And really listening to that feedback and then applying some of these techniques and things that I've been trained in to be able to bring that about. And if you were elected, what would you focus on? You know, that's a good question. So there's really two major things. A lot of people don't know this. I wasn't aware of it before until talking with a a lady who works in this area. But Rexburg has one of the highest poverty rates in the entire state of Idaho. And so we looked at the stats online. It shows about 39.3%. And that was a study by Stacker or Staker, however you pronounce that. And we really need to figure out a way to not only help people get out of debt, get on a budget really, but get out of debt, but also increase their wages. So I think that's definitely one thing, bringing more commerce here, bringing in businesses that people want to see here to help give us some good industry and, and some higher paying jobs. And then number two, really the roads I feel are a huge concern. We need to figure out a plan that can be cost effective, but also doing it in a time frame that doesn't interfere too much with people's travel. And of course, a lot of people, you know, coming from a college town, uh, a lot of people realize that there's that six, seven week break for students in the summertime. I, I kind of feel like a lot of that work 
should be accomplished during that time frame when we have less people actually driving on the roads. So maybe you answered this a little bit before, but what would you say is the number one issue facing Rexburg and how would you go about solving that or working to solve it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think there's probably a number of, you know, issues facing Rexburg. I think just the growth that we're seeing here is a big concern. Of course, with growth, you know, that brings a lot of opportunity. And so I'm actually excited for it, but we need to have a plan in place to figure out, okay, how are we going to grow? How are we going to expand? And so I think those are some topics that we need to discuss openly and honestly and look at kind of different ways uh, to go about bringing in that growth and then learning how to expand out and, and to make it a really good transition. And what would you say, what would you put at forth as that plan? You had mentioned a plan, right? But what would you, what would you say would be that plan? No, I think a couple of different things would go into that. So first off, seeing where the growth is, seeing what we need to do. Do we need, for example, high density, you know, places for people to live? That's more your apartment buildings. And then also looking at the residential side too, because we don't want to encroach upon that, but we want to be able to look at both sides and go, okay, we have students here. Yes. Some are short-term, some are hoping to become long-term residents. But then you have your long-term residents that have been here for, for, for quite a while. And to find a way that we can kind of work together to see how to expand, where to expand, where to put up if we need more apartment complexes or if we need more actual residential housing. And I kind of feel like, me personally, I'd like to see more residential versus so many apartments. I think we're inundated with all these apartments. And I've learned in the past few months that some aren't even being used as apartments. They're actually being used as you know short-term rentals. And while that can be good in some regard, I think it really has an impact on our citizens and the local people living here. We don't want to just turn it into a big, let's just have tons of apartments everywhere. Like, how can we do this smart? And so anything, you know, with creating a plan is listening to feedback, getting, you know, what the, the, the citizens think and what they feel, and then taking that and looking at it from a whole and going, okay, how do we approach this? Um, from, you know, building design to structures, things like that. Um, really look at the environment. What can we bring in? and look at that infrastructure and go from there. If you had a chance to sit down with somebody like we are right now, one-on-one, a voter, what would you say to that person or those people that you're talking to? Uh, Kind of a message. Yeah, yeah, you bet. Well, I think the first question I'd ask, well, I'd tell them thank you, (laughs) you know, for being willing. Uh, But the first question would be, are you actually registered to vote? In other words, do you live in the city of Rexburg? And if so, are you registered to vote? Because even on some of our comments online, a lot of people, they'll post a lot of comments. And one individual, although I'm grateful for his comments, he doesn't actually live in the city of Rexburg. And so, yes, I'm happy to hear feedback, but it doesn't really apply to our citizens because they don't really live here. And so I'd ask them, are you registered to vote? And if they are, and if they're willing to actually turn out and vote, like actually show up, you know, on the 7th of November and vote, then we can have a good discussion. I would ask them, what are five things that you absolutely just love about this this area? What are five things about the city that you feel we do really well? And then what is one thing that we can do to improve? And hear what they have to say, because that will really be a good gauge for kind of this basis of this is what we need to work on. Or perhaps this is an area that we've never thought of that we need to look at. And so sit down with them and, and say, okay, what is it that you absolutely love? And what's one or two things, you know, what, what are a couple of things that we can improve on? At least one thing that we can improve on and see if we can come to a consensus and figure out a, a way to help service those needs. 
Is there anything else that you would like to touch on before we close the interview? You know, I read in the paper a few months back, uh, they printed up here in the Rexburg Standard Journal, uh, a number that I was kind of shocked about. And they talked about what the debt load was in the city. And if I recall right, it said something close to the number. It was like $9.7 million. Now, I don't know what all that entails, but I understand from having done, you know, the Dave Ramsey program years back and understanding, you know, income versus outgo, like that is an astronomical amount. And we really got to look at how can we reduce the overall burden of taxes here for our citizens, as well as reduce the spending that's causing some of that debt to come in. I feel like we can and we should operate debt-free. I feel like uh, we can we can work toward that. I'm trained in all that. So to me, stuff that seems very difficult to do is actually quite easy for me. And that's not saying that I'm better than anybody else. It's just I have experience in these backgrounds with various you know, jobs and, and whatnot to be able to bring about that change and to really look at the numbers and go, okay, this is what we can do. Because like my dad taught me growing up, if you don't have the money for something, you just flat out, you don't, you don't buy it. It's very simple common sense, but I've learned that common sense is a flower that doesn't necessarily grow in everybody's garden. And we need to be cognizant of that. And, you know, to bring about change, to really effectuate this change, we need to come together. And it's not me trying to do everything perfectly. Um, it's somebody who's imperfect, but who is willing to strive to do things as we work together and as we listen to what others have to say. And I think for me, it's, it's, it's a whole community's effort. It's not just one man or one woman's job or responsibility. It's actually everyone's. Thank you for coming in, first of all. And second of all, where can people go to find more information about you and your campaign? How can they go about learning about you and, and things like that? Yeah, well, they can uh, email us. So I've got a little email that we created. It's um, lukeformayor2023 at gmail.com. And then what we'll do is we'll send them out a link. The link's too long to say it over the radio, but they can go online. We do have a website. A friend of mine created that, and I typically just have a QR code that they can scan. So when I meet with people, they can just scan it. It takes them right to the website. But just uh, send us a, an email, and we'll get you that link, and then they can kind of check out, see what our campaign's about, um, what are the kind of the top um, topics that we have uh, to discuss, kind of what our campaign is about and what we're looking to do. And then, of course, if they have any questions or, or feedback, they can leave it. We have some YouTube videos and things like that. They're welcome to post on there as well. Thank you very much. That was Luke Evans. He is running for mayor of Rexburg in this upcoming election, which is going to be November 7th. So get out and vote. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.